Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosen. Welcome to episode 168 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me that favor, subscribe, tell a friend, and also leave a review. It helps promote the show. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Two Point Campus, Rumbleverse, and Cult of the Lamb. The games coming out this week include Madden NFL 23, Tribes of Midgard, Little League World Series Baseball 2022, Dynabomb 2, Slaycation Paradise, Cursed to Golf, A Tale of Paper Refolded, Tiles Weeper, and The Bonfire Forsaken Lands. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Xbox announces Gamescom plans, including a six-hour live stream. Casey David Moore-Taylor writes at IGN, Xbox is back at Gamescom in Cologne, Germany this year, and it's released an official lineup and schedule. Plans include a six-hour livestream and insight into a number of previously announced games. The Xbox booth at Gamescom livestream is a six-hour event that will take place on Thursday, August 25th, from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. The livestream will feature developer interviews as well as gameplay, but Xbox isn't indicating that there will be new announcements as part of the stream. The current and complete list includes Microsoft Flight Simulator, Gunfire Reborn, Sea of Thieves, Lies of P, High on Life, Grounded, Pentiment, A Plague Tale Requiem, Minecraft Legends, Planet of Lana, and Age of Empires 4. The Xbox booth itself will let attendees go hands-on with some of the latest games and updates from Xbox Game Studios, alongside demos of upcoming games like A Plague Tale Requiem and Pentiment. It will also showcase a demo of the new Xbox app on the latest 2022 Samsung Smart TV. This is not as exciting as it used to be. Xbox every year would at least bring a couple of new announcements, albeit not huge ones, but still, new announcements. I am most intrigued to see how some of these games play and the impressions of them, such as A Plague Tale and Pentiment, as they mentioned, and I'm sure they'll have more. Number 2. Microsoft claims Sony pays for blocking rights to keep games off Xbox Game Pass. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft has claimed Sony pays for, quote, blocking rights, end quote, to stop developers from adding their content to Xbox Game Pass. The explosive claims are part of documents filed with Brazil's national competition regulator and part of a review of Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Quote, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been hampered by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth, end quote, claims Microsoft in an August 9th filing to the Administrative Council for Economic Defense, CADE, as translated from Portuguese. Quote, Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services, end quote. Does this mean Sony is evil and Microsoft is casually out here revealing some dastardly business practices? The reality is likely a little more complicated on both sides. Sony could simply be paying for exclusive rights for its own streaming services or may have clauses in some publishing contracts that prevent some games it publishes from being published on rival subscription services. It's not exactly clear what Microsoft is referring to here, but contracts for publishing games can be complex, particularly when rights for streaming and subscription services are involved. Documents filed in the Epic Games vs. Apple trial last year revealed Microsoft had been considering lowering their revenue split for PC games, quote, in exchange for the grant of streaming rights to Microsoft, end quote. If Microsoft had proceeded with its plans, that could have led to the company securing exclusive streaming rights on some games, preventing them from being available on rival streaming services. It all depends on how publishing contracts are written, and both Microsoft and Sony regularly secure game exclusives that involve time releases, console exclusivity, and a lot of marketing dollars. 
Microsoft is attempting to convince Brazil's Cade regulator that it should wave through the company's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion, while the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, is analyzing documents from Microsoft on its acquisition in the U.S. that correspondence is private. That's not the case in Brazil, where its competition regulator offers a public documents that provide unique insight into the business competition between Microsoft and Sony. Documents from Brazil's Cade have been analyzed by Xbox and PlayStation fans over the past week, with posters on Reset Era highlighting the juicy parts. The regulator has been asking Sony and other Microsoft rivals about the Activision Blizzard acquisition. Sony previously responded to Brazil's regulator claiming that it would be difficult for other developers to create a franchise that rivals Activision's Call of Duty, and that it stands out as, quote, a gaming category on its own, end quote. Naturally, Microsoft disagrees, and Ubisoft, Riot Games, Bandai Namco, and Google have all highlighted competition to Call of Duty in the form of Apex Legends, Battlefield, PUBG, and more. Though there's a lot more to this story, and it certainly had the internet and the console fanboys and the console wars all ablaze this week online. I don't think this is really any secret, and we even caught wind of this with a release of Resident Evil Village, with documents that leaked that the game could not come to Xbox Game Pass, and since, we have not seen it on the platform. I really don't think this should be any surprise, Sony has constantly tried to keep Japanese role-playing games off of Xbox platforms with exclusivity, so who does this surprise that they want to get exclusivity to make sure games don't go on Xbox Game Pass, which is the biggest thing in gaming right now? Number 3, Xbox Elite 2 White Control Elite and Unboxing Video. Tom Warren again at The Verge writes, Microsoft appears to be working on a new white version of the Xbox Elite 2 controller. Video of the unannounced Xbox Elite 2 controller has appeared on YouTube, supporting a white faceplate and back grips. The video comes months after a white Xbox 2 Elite controller was reportedly spotted at a retailer in the US earlier this year. The brief unboxing video uploaded to a YouTube account identified as Nicholas Lugo includes someone claiming that the unannounced white Xbox Elite 2 controller was obtained in the US. Twitter users spotted this video recently after it was posted three weeks ago. It's not clear whether the controller was sold at a US store or whether Microsoft is still planning to announce a white version of its Xbox Elite 2 controller. Microsoft has a history of Xbox controller leaks ahead of its official announcements. A white Xbox Series X controller appeared online before Microsoft had even acknowledged it would ship a white version of the controller. Packaging for this controller then leaked a month later confirming the Xbox Series S console before Microsoft had officially announced it. The Xbox Adaptive Controller also leaked online just days before it was officially announced. This looks awesome. I would love to have this. Unfortunately, I did already pick up the Elite 2 when it was launched, and I did just have to resend it in, which sucks for $100 to get it fixed. This won't be anytime soon, but I do hope they come out with an Elite Series 3 in the years to come. Just keep making it heftier, bigger, and better. Number 4. Call of Duty Showcase will include Warzone 2, Modern Warfare 2 Beta, and more in September. Joe Scrabbles at IGN writes, Activision Blizzard has announced a Call of Duty Next, a livestream event that will include information on Call of Duty Warzone 2, Modern Warfare 2, and Warzone on mobile. The showcase will air on September 15th, and a public beta for Modern Warfare 2 will follow. Announced on the Call of Duty blog, Activision Blizzard calls Next an, quote, error-defining franchise event showcasing the immediate future of Call of Duty, end quote. No specific time has been announced at time of writing. The event will include information on Modern Warfare 2, Call of Duty Warzone 2, the mobile version of Call of Duty Warzone, a reveal of Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer, streamers playing the games live, and unannounced information and quote surprises. End quote. The event will be focused by two sets of open betas for Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer mode. The first set September 16th to the 20th will be PlayStation exclusive, while the second September 22nd to the 26th will take place across platforms with cross-play. This is honestly shocking it's taken them this long to have their own event, Call of Duty Next. 
branding it like that means this is going to probably be an annual showcase for them. It only makes sense they always used to be at Xbox's events at E3 or Sony's in the years to come with their marketing right deals. I cannot wait to see what Warzone 2 is. I hope it brings me back into Warzone. I used to be addicted when that game came out and now I just can't bring myself to play it. I'm also really intrigued to see Mono Warfare 2. I love the campaign on that reboot so I'm excited to get my hands on it this fall. Number 5. Marvel's Midnight Suns Gets Delayed now has a staggered platform release. Nicole Carpenter at Polygon writes, Marvel's Midnight Suns has been delayed a second time. Publisher Take-Two announced the delay during its financial earnings report on Monday. The exact launch window is within the 2023 fiscal year, which means it will be released before March 31st, 2023, at least on some consoles. Cool, we've made the decision to move back the launch timing of Marvel's Midnight Suns to ensure the teams at Firaxis Games and 2K deliver the best possible experience for our fans, end quote. Take-Two said in a news release, Quote, the title will launch later this fiscal year on Windows PC, Xbox Series X and S, and PlayStation 5. The Xbox One, PS4, and Nintendo Switch versions will follow at a later date. Marvel's Midnight Suns originally delayed pushed the game into October. It was previously intended for a release in March of 2022. Praxis's XCOM development team is in charge of Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is set in an obscure and supernatural portion of the Marvel Comics universe. Originally announced at Gamescom 2021, the strategy game pulls together a bunch of superheroes, Everyone from the Avengers, like Captain America and Iron Man, to Wolverine, Ghost Rider, and Nico Minoru. There are 13 playable allied heroes in total. This is the new standard, and we'll touch on in the next story. We cannot believe video game release dates anymore. I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, maybe we can believe it at a month out. And I guess we have to go with that, because we were basically two months away of a game that was supposed to originally launch in March of this year, and now it's being pushed back to maybe six months or more? That's crazy. This certainly doesn't bode well for the state of the game currently, but delay the games, get them right, release them when they're ready, but let's be a little bit better about our communication and actually setting release dates. Screw getting all those pre-order numbers, let's keep the fans happy and hungry for your game if it's really going to be good. And number 6, Hogwarts Legacy release date set for February 2023. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, Portkey Games has announced that Hogwarts Legacy will be released on February 10th, 2023. The newly announced date posted to Twitter means that Hogwarts Legacy has been pushed back by several weeks. While we were never given a concrete release date, the original plan was to release Holiday of 2022. The delay affects the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC versions. Quote, the team is excited for you to play, but we need a little more time to deliver the best possible game experience, end quote, the tweet says. While we've seen a few gameplay trailers for Hogwarts Legacy, there still has not been any hands-on preview sessions or extended looks at this game. <sighs> this one is not shocking. The game just seems so ambitious, I'm so excited to play it as a big Harry Potter fan, but Porky Games? They're not known for AAA releases, and this is about as AAA as it gets. Take the time, get it right, but I'm telling you, I don't believe February 2023. And stop with these copy-paste posts that were needing more time to deliver the best possible game experience. Yes, do that, but don't announce a release date until you're confident you're just disappointing fans. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and let's talk about Gamescom. Because it is the biggest video game trade show in the world, outnumbering E3 by a staggering number. So, credit to Wikipedia for this one. Gamescom is a trade fair for video games held annually at the Kalomalesi in Cologne, North Rhine, Westphalia in Germany. Since 2018, it has been organized by Game Association of the German Video Game Industry, and before that, by the BIU. A lot of German words in there, I apologize for not trying to pronounce them. It supersedes Games Convention held in Leipzig, Saxony, Germany. 
Gamescom is used by many video game developers to exhibit upcoming games and game-related hardware. Gamescom is the world's largest gaming event, measured by exposition space and number of visitors, with 370,000 visitors and 1,037 exhibitors from 56 countries attending the show in 2018. What an astronomical number of people all collected to play video games. I'd love to go to the show one day, maybe in the years to come, highly unlikely, but I just can't even believe that many number of people all together to play games. It's got to be truly special, but also a nightmare. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, a weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I just continue to play Destiny 2. For some reason, I just can't bring myself to play other games right now. It's got its hooks in me so deeply. I need to get back and finish the quarry, and I'm about to take a trip, so I think I'm going to be bringing my Switch and playing Star Wars KOTOR 2 on it. We shall see. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Barosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.